0: This is Black, black hipster, stuff.
1: where we talk about black pop culture, gay
0: pop culture,
1: black gay pop culture, and sometimes other, other shit. shit.
0: Hello, darling. It's yeah, been a while. Yeah, I got a lot of thoughts today. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I, just, I just brought up something right before the and podcast. Oh, so. so where oh, do you want to start?
1: Oh, man. We didn't even ease them in no loop. No, no. Mm-mm, we did straight not. To mm-hmm. well, <laughs> straight to the deep. Well. Straight to the deep. I mean, because you know, for both of yes, us. Yes.
0: So, no yeah. tip at all. Oh. No.
1: Geez, now really? now you getting just. Punched, all right, all right? right, okay, okay. We got so much to talk about. Um, <laughs> in this second, to last, second to last episode of the podcast, just a lot has been happening. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get into politics, none of that okay. shit. Um Before we get into Jesse Smollett, because yeah. we got to talk about Jesse. Yes. I do have to say, have you been watching Invasion on Apple TV?
0: No, it was like the
1: aliens.
0: No, I don't have Apple TV. No, oh, no. okay. Um, no. So, <laughs> who's in it though? I know of it.
1: No one famous.
0: Because there's another show called Encounters, or they All Pride, private. Oh. It's also about. It's a lot of. The, anyways, Vasion is what. Tell me what. I it's like about. no
1: I one famous. famous. That sounds bad, right? Um, one of the guys, the guy who plays Trayvante Cole, the military officer. Mm-hmm. He's been in other stuff. I've seen him in plenty of other things. Um, everyone else, I've never seen in anything. Um, except one of the guys who plays a like, peripheral, super peripheral character. But anywho, um, so it's about, like, aliens invade, Mm. you know, Earth or whatever. The only reason why I even got into this, because you know me, I am not about no alien invasion, (laughs) nothing. But they do a good job, at least especially in the beginning, of um, just showing more about the lives of the four characters that Mm -hmm. it's centered around, Mm -hmm. um, just on a more, like, human level. Yeah, yeah. Like, leading up to and during Mm -hmm. this, like, invasion. But I only bring it up because I wanted to get your take on this. My husband thinks I am selfish and a little, like, unstable.
0: Okay.
1: But I was like, listen, you know how, like, on The Walking Dead, it's, it's, it's like a new way of living, right? Mm -hmm. You got to get adjusted to it. I feel like, for one, we don't know for sure if it's just the U.S. or if this is global, right? On The Walking Dead. On The Walking Dead. dead. Right. So, I feel like if I was in that type of situation, right, zombie apocalypse type thing, once we done figured out what's happening, I'm like, okay, I guess I could like, try to adjust and figure out what's happening and be in this new world. But with Invasion, I'm like, am I wrong that I feel a little bit like, I'd be like, okay, if I die, I die, but I feel better at least knowing it's the end of the world. Everyone's going to die. I was like, it's just something about, like... I won't fight for it as hard. And I don't know if that's
0: just Like, word. if you know that there's no way of surviving. Like, you're just right. like the it's, odds of... It's
1: an alien invasion. Like, it's done. We're invaded. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just feel like I would feel a lot better about dying. I would be at, a more at peace with dying knowing mm-hmm. everyone else is going to die, too. And he was like, that's pretty dark and fucked up. And I'm like, but, like, wouldn't you, though? Versus, like... Only I'm going to die, but the world still goes on in some way, and I'm just not a part of it, and I don't know what's happening.
0: Yeah, that's more scary. I think Why? that's more, well, it depends on who you're talking to. I think it's more scary, because some people probably would feel better knowing that, some people. Like, okay, I'm going to die, but there's some relief in knowing that the world is going to carry on. But I would only feel that way if it's just like, yes, I'm like in Independence Day, I'm flying the ship up to destroy the last like spaceship. And it's like, I'm gonna kill them all, I'm gonna take you with
1: me. And then everyone right. else is gonna survive. You know? Right, exactly. Versus like if this like, okay, it's an alien invasion, we don't know what this thing is, it's killing people, it's probably just gonna kill all of us, I'm like, okay. Like, this it, is how I'm gonna go, but everyone's gonna go like this, so I'm at peace with that. But I think like, it
0: makes you feel less that. Yeah, it makes you feel, if I'm correct, does it does it make you feel less scared knowing that everyone everyone else is basically going to have a similar fate? Like, it's not like, it's just not going to be you. Right. Where yeah, it's just like, if it was a before.
1: situation with like the walking dead, it's like, I guess I should try to fight for my life because it's not an absolute that I have to die mm-hmm. and there can't be anything past this. Mm-hmm. It's just a new world, one with zombies and you just got to be yeah. careful of the zombies. Now it's like a video game. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, you can still live in it versus like, nah, it's the aliens. It's over like, for everybody. They're definitely
0: going to take us right. over. They're definitely going to kill us. Right. They're either going to enslave us or you die. So yeah.
1: Right. So should I be trying to like run and shit or should me and my husband just stay here and make love until they get here and kill us?
0: That's hard. But
1: man. I at least feel a little bit better knowing like once I, I see one of these things, I was like, oh, it's going to kill me.
0: It's gonna kill everybody. We all going at well, this point. Well, I feel that's, a little bit better. It well, looks like that's dark. I don't think it's dark. I think it's just because the human I think I feel like it's more human. I don't know. I don't think it's more human. I think it's just different. Because some other people will be like, even if they felt like there's no way you're gonna defeat them, they're still gonna fight. You're you're an ex- you're a living creature. you 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 fight. You're gonna try to like survive. Some people are gonna just try to survive.
1: Of course, yeah. right. But at least that like if sorry I'm adjusted. I'm like, at least if I encounter one of these things, and I'm like, fuck, no, this I, is how I'm gonna die. There's, there's some, peace some in knowing. solace in knowing yeah. it's like, well, the world's coming to an end anyway. Like, I'm gonna die, but I'm not gonna miss anything. Nothing's continuing. Yeah, exactly. All you know that it's over
0: for everyone. Right? right. They like,
1: maybe got a couple moments left,
0: but yeah. y'all, I think you're danger girl. Yeah, I think there is some <laughs> solace in knowing where it ends because it's like <laughs> right. if you knew. If you knew that, okay, the world is going to... Like, you knew it's all going to be over for us within five years. The aliens are going to wipe us out. You know what the end is. So it was just like you... And, and Some people will still be going crazy. People are going to deal with it in different ways. Mm-hmm. I think you just have one way of dealing with it. And I think that's normal. Because right. human beings, I think there are going to be millions of people, billions probably, who are going to feel the same way you are. But then there are going to be billions of people who are like, we're going to fight! And, you, and other people are going to be looking at them it- like, honey... Why, why are you fighting the it's inevitable? The the it's the end of the world. Just <laughs> let it go. Because they have those types of people in those shows. In those shows about when the earth is ending. People, Some people just give over to it. And some people also give over to it. And then they live their life. And they're just like, this is amazing. We're going to end it. I'm doing all the drugs. I'm doing all the hedonism. I'm doing everything that I can before I go out. I want to skydive. I'm skydiving. You know, you're doing all the crazy things that you wanted to do. Yeah. The other people who just lock themselves up in a hole and they're miserable. Oh, this is the worst. It's, it's going to end. I think that sucks because it's like maybe at least do something with your time you got left. Oh, yeah. Definitely don't lock yourself in the
1: hole and just commiserate about the end. Like No. Yeah. mm -mm, Do what
0: makes you happy. Yeah. I feel like then you would have lots of people if you knew it was over then that means that all of the corny things. But yeah, you go to all the people that you love. I love you. I care about you. That money that oh, you got. Oh, ain't saved. Got time for that. Well, I'm just saying, if if you knew that's how, to, <laughs> if you said you know, like like I was saying, skydiving. If you knew there were certain things that you wanted to do, you do that.
1: Oh no, honey. Well, we're, we're talking about an alien, alien invasion. Like, you ain't yeah. going skydiving. You, the the phone signals are down. I'm yeah. talking about you. Legit, can make love to the person that you're right next to. Do some drugs turn on the oven So mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like that's, just, that's like pretty much yeah that,
0: that yeah that's i feel like, like that's just it. i feel
1: like that's the normal way of dealing with it right well also too i was like this is also a it's beyond our control kind of situation right it's like it's an alien invasion it's a zombie apocalypse like there's you can't actually even do anything to stop the thing so it's like you know it's different from like you know the climate crisis mm. where it's like, y'all, this might be us in 2050, but it don't have to be. Yeah. In 2022, we know, we mm. have the answers. Let's reverse this. Or it is going to be an alien invasion mm-hmm. slash
0: zombie apocalypse all at once. Yeah. It's almost kind of like, too, to like if COVID was even worse than it was or like COVID was like some form of Ebola. I mean, it's just like, it's killing everybody. The mm-hmm. odds are, and they'd be like, this is where we projecting. It's going to happen. you be like, God damn. That's scary as fuck. But what are we gonna do? You like gonna I have to go to no the
1: grocery way? store in your hazmat suit mm-hmm. and try to get as much as you can
0: and try to hold up like it's the purge. Yeah. But you be like, it ain't. It's not looking good out here. Then yeah. Then it's just like, listen. You need to take moments of joy wherever you can. Right. It's like you.
1: Well, part of the issue though is that there's always that human factor of like, I don't. I'm running out of food, so I'm just gonna go take my gun and steal it from the. The neighbors, right? Mm. Then you got to be worried and concerned about that. That's the issue, right? That's it's kind of like a bird people. box, mm-hmm. right? Where it was just like, oh, like, now we figured out what this thing is and we're trying to survive this supernatural thing, mm-hmm. but same for The Walking Dead, but now we have to bird dodge Rock. the people
0: well, there's in addition so many... to
1: this thing, and that happens in Invasion of Yeah, Europe. I'm pretty sure there's in this there's thing.
0: another show, which, uh, I'm sorry, another movie on Apple TV, which I haven't seen all of. It's because I have something else I'm able to watch it. But uh, it's uh, there is it's um it was the Tom Hanks. I forget what it's oh, called. Oh yes, I know what
1: you're talking and about. And it's, it's after climate
0: change mm-hmm. has sort of decimated the the world, and he there are very few people alive, mm-hmm. and he's one of them, and he's living with robots are two robots or something and it's about and they have this portion of where people are now dangerous of course because you're looking for food you're looking for resources Mm -hmm. and um, it's one of the scariest things and that also can happen because then too there are going to be some cases where you have this I don't want to say the strongest but you have those people who are willing to kill who are willing to do other things who are going to live and then you have cannibalism and then you have people who are going to do things like raping and kill, you know all these sorts of things for some sort of satisfaction And that's scary, not knowing who to trust in this new world that we're in. It's like um, Terminus. That's what it was called, right? Terminus. Oh, the the place where The Walking Dead where they went and then they thought it was kind of like a a haven.
1: And they were like, come to Terminus, we have food, we have this, we have that. They got there. They tried to eat them. And it was like, y'all kind of should have known better, right? Because like, no one's been like just kind. like right
0: well they had that one society remember when they found the one place that they went to where what's his face God the I forget they went to that village I don't know if you haven't watched they been watching stumbled it upon
1: it though they weren't putting up signs being like come here for salvation do you remember that place yeah but yeah, yeah. like you should know better if there's signs everywhere talking about hope at Terminus it's like nah because Terminus is inviting the evil people in mm-hmm. if they're putting these signs up mm-hmm. so they can't be smart
0: Nah, they should have known better. I wonder, you know, they need to do a walk, because they have this Walking Dead off, I haven't seen it, but I always thought Walking Dead was interesting because they were in the South. But mm-hmm. it was like, it never got cold. And I'm like, it gets cold in the South. Why do y'all never follow them when <laughs> it's, you know, it's like snowing? It, it was always hot. They were always sweaty. I'm like, it gets cold <laughs> in some of these places. So, but I, you know, <laughs> I also wonder how far the infection has spread to different parts of the world, like Alaska, or people, here's where people will go. There's this new show, by the way, that I haven't seen. I've watched like one episode of it. I don't think I'm, it came out this year. It's about Gen Z. It's about what chromosomes you men have? What chromosomes do you... Oh, X like and y. X
1: and Y? Yeah,
0: it's all the males mm-hmm. in the world die, except one guy. So all the... Uh, it's just women left. So they just... One day, all the males of all the species die. Mm-hmm. So animals, you know, other types of animals everything. and humans, everything dies. So it's about the aftermath. And the, at this point, the female, the vice president, is a woman. Mm-hmm. So she becomes president. And all the other women... um, Sort of have to move in this new world where there are no men. And um, that was an interesting, it used to be a book, of course, they turned into a, a television show. And um, I said, hmm, I need to watch this. I only got into the first episode and then I kind of just forgot about it. But I thought that would be an interesting concept.
1: I already have the answer to that. What? Spurbanks. There's yeah. plenty of semen stored up somewhere, ladies. Gets to getting. But like, you know yes. what I'm saying? Gets mm-hmm. to turkey based on that shit. Yeah. See, if it's the other way around, where it's like all the women had died, and it was nothing but men. Oh, hell no. The the, the earth is done. Like, yeah, it's like done. that's it. Like party done on human life for good. Right? Cause like, first of all. I feel like men would we'll just kill each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then also like you need a woman to carry a baby to ever try to repopulate mm-hmm. right the earth. At least you if you have semen, a woman can get impregnated in artif not artificial ways, but outside of just having regular P and V sex, right? You can plant babies, embryos, like all that kind of stuff, right? And have a woman actually cook the baby but i guess but like, too, that's
0: only for a finite amount of time right like how much yeah but if the if the the, the human population is like at risk you,
1: you can you carry
0: it on <laughs> you for act another on it quickly. two generations i that's suppose what I'm it's like, i don't know how long sperm and then, and then you would
1: in. clearly like figure out why the men were like are dying so that when you birth boys they don't die too yeah. But, you know what I mean? Hopefully. So yeah, yeah I don't know. That one is not. Oh well, because it's like
0: this is an the intru- answer to that. There isn't, Well, in the show, I don't know what happens on the show. That's just a good, um, a good premise, I think, to see how everything works out with this. This and every woman is different. Uh, they all sort of. It creates this disastrous effect where oh, women of sort of, you know, blah blah blah. They break off into different branches of government and, you know, all that. And then two, I don't think they're sure about. Procreation, what's gonna happen? I'm pretty sure sperm banks mm-hmm. have something, but it's like we ain't gonna have sperm banks forever. I don't know if women are gonna start to even have male babies, or they're just gonna die in the womb. That's I don't what know.
1: I'm saying. Like, but uh, where's that going?
0: But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. But um, um,
1: yeah. but yeah, I just was wanted to get that whole invasion thing out there because that was my feeling about the end of the world. i will be cool with like if everybody if I'm going everybody going that seems fucked up but you know it is no I this. think a lot
0: of people feel um, that
1: way yeah I mean nobody wants to feel like they're gonna unknow something one day and then like that, that's just it for them but mm-hmm. everybody else continues on it's gotta be a sucky feeling but um I've also been watching Harlem mm-hmm. yes I know you haven't gotten into it yet so a little bit of a spoiler So, there is um, a lesbian character on the show. Mm -hmm. the lesbian woman. Um, So pretty. Always got that face beat. Mm -hmm. Yes, girl. Um, But her character, she started... She created the first um, dating app for people of color. They keep saying BIPOC. You know how I feel about that term. But, um, yeah, the first BIPOC um, app for queer people. Mm -hmm. And she ends up in this whole thing with this white girl and mm-hmm. then she feels weird about it cuz she's just like it's very hypocritical like i'm i'm the one that's advocating and talking about how black queer people need a safe space to meet other mm-hmm. black queer people mm-hmm. and then i'm out with a white girl mm-hmm. so she feels weird about it and um she you know her friends tell her like oh you can't be worried about what people think mm-hmm. you like her do you so she goes out with the girl again And she is passing a couple on the street, a black man Mm -hmm. with a white woman. And he gives her this kind of like knowing stare of like we're in this club together. Like Mm -hmm. he gives her this weird smile. And it just sets her off like this is fucked up. So she breaks up with the girl and the girl's like, you're a coward. Mm -hmm. And me and my baby mama got into (laughs) a whole like (laughs) debate about it because I was like, that's some bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like she has every right to be concerned. Um, it's not just like an image thing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, the girl has every right to feel like she's being a coward. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how so? Yeah. Like, the I was like, the, the white woman in this situation has no fucking context for understanding how she's feeling and mm-hmm. where she's coming from. And he's like, right. And she says that on the show. She's like, you know, I have a blind spot to this because she was like, people are staring at us. And she's like, no one's staring at us. And she's like, no, you have the privilege of not seeing who's mm-hmm. staring at us. Mm-hmm. I see it every time we go out. Mm-hmm. Like, I see it everywhere. And I'm like, right, there's that part of it. Mm-hmm. And, and and he's like, right, but the, the the white girl who she was dating, you know, if for her it's on a micro level, it's, it's their business. It's their thing. She doesn't necessarily have to be dating her because she's white, right? And that's the nuance of these relationships where it's like you can't just see an interracial couple and just take off with this idea of like, oh, once black people hit a certain level of success, they want a white person. Mm -hmm. I'm like, right. And I know we do that on a macro level Mm -hmm. as black folks. We do. Yes. We Mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. come for you, especially if you're an athlete and actor, anybody in the public eye. Mm -hmm. Ooh, we gonna come for you. Yeah. I said, but here's the thing. And this is the part that people are often missing and they're not discussing. It's the whether or not that is a part of it, even if it's not intended, even if it's not intentional on your part as the black party, Mm -hmm. that you didn't necessarily say, well, now I make a certain amount of money. Mm -hmm. I need to go out and get me a white person. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. no, that's not the thought that entered your head. That's not what you set out to do. And you may very well believe in your mind and in your heart, Mm -hmm. well, I just met this person and we fell in love. That's just what happened. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but don't we all kind of know that that's not fucking true, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not, mm-hmm. and you there needs to be some acknowledgement of there's a much bigger design going on here. So it's it's not acknowledging that maybe you've been fed this idea for mm-hmm. a while. So much so to the like racism mm-hmm. where it just becomes a fabric of the thing where it's not on the on the surface, on the surface. and in your face all the time. It's it's doing a much smarter thing where it's gone all the way underneath. Mm -hmm. Where you actually start to believe that that's not what's happening. But it is. Because it lies so deep down. I'm like, right. Mm -hmm. right, Where it's
0: like, you've been taught this thing. You've been told this thing. Mm -hmm. It's been reinforced in you. The thing of like... Being with a white person is is better, or uh, that equates to a certain level of success, right? Mm-hmm. And if you
1: reach a certain level of success, then that's what you should be gravitating towards mm-hmm. at, in a significant other. And I'm like, like that's a thing. Can I we not not? Can we act like like not act like that doesn't exist? Mm-hmm. Bullshit. There's no way all these young black men just happen mm-hmm. to end up with all these white women. When they now are professional football players Mm -hmm. or professional this, that, there's no way. I said there's also that I think black women end up getting deliberately boxed out of certain circles Mm -hmm. so that those black counterparts only have white women right in front of them. Mm -hmm. Yes. That they they end up starting to create circles around these people, social circles, Mm -hmm. around black people who have a certain level of success so that when they look around and they go, okay, I want to date, or I want love, and you, let's be real, like, especially before apps, people just look right around who the hell was around yeah. them, right? Yeah. That's why people were dating and sleeping with the person who they work with, right? And mm-hmm. like, you know, messing with their friend's cousin, mm-hmm. or their cousin's best friend, and stuff like that, because it's yeah. like, these are the, the circles that you run in, these are the people you're around, and you start to look in those circles for who you you're going to date, right? Mm -hmm. Especially before there were apps that let you talk to people in Africa, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, you know, Poland, other places. So, like, there was a deliberate, I think, that there was a deliberate act to also make sure that if these black people had a certain level of success, they were only surrounded by other people on that same level of success, and they were not black, statistically. And I'm like, that's by design. It's not an accident. So can we not not acknowledge that? Mm Because that shit is whack. I'm like, this whole idea of like, no, you're a coward because you're caring about what other people think. It's like, it's not just about what other people think. It's about the fact that I need to also look within and examine, like, is this something that I'm doing because of this like maybe i didn't do it intentionally with this one particular person Mm -hmm. but is this something bigger outside of me that's happening that i ended up falling into this situation too because that's why
0: yeah yeah that's true that's we've talked about this too in terms of like um i don't know if we mentioned it on the podcast like a lot of the successful we talked about the athletes and stuff, but even with the gay people. We did, we talked about it, but about we that? did not get into the details of it on the podcast, because when we started
1: mentioning people, we were mm-hmm. like, oh, it's everybody. And uh, then we were like, oh, we're going to get comfortable. Don't ever let us want to work with any of these people in well, the future. It is a wrap. They're going to be like, you tore me down the podcast all the way back in 2019, and I never
0: forgot it. Well, I mean, first of all, I mean, it, doesn't exactly make it, it doesn't mean that I can't. Talk about this. I'm not trying to use the, oh, I have a black friend excuse, but you know, <laughs> I, I, my fiance is a white man. So, so you can
1: talk about it as a, this is a personal experience. Yeah, yeah, a
0: black, a Speak black gay on man. It. So it's um, I've definitely had to look into that and think about that because I think for so long, to my ideal partner, I will be honest, was a black man. In terms of, like, I always imagine being with someone who's a black man, being with someone who can identify with me in a lot of ways. And if, and if he wasn't a black man, then he was probably a person of color. Then next, then he'd be Latina. Then he'd be a, you know, he'd be any of the sort of, you know, brown, you know, sort, sort of. Yeah he'd, be like, a of yeah, he'd be a person of color. Yeah, he'd be a person of color. And I was never, you know, and I know that some of the ideal, you know, sort of the. Uh, brainwashing around racism definitely has has touched me and definitely has I've had to sort of be very intentional about blocking and then examining in ways that it's affected me, definitely. But, um... And that's sort of been a lot of the struggles that I've had in our own relationship and then seeing other people in, in interracial relationships and then uh, thinking things about them and going, I forgot Joshua's wife. You know, like... <laughs>
1: Yeah, you see, you see a black man walking down, shooting a white, white woman, woman, and
0: you're like, "Ugh!" And then you're like, "Wait a minute." Yeah, you
1: forget. That's me in five minutes when I meet up with my. Yeah,
0: dad. you have to think about that. You have to think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it is about, and then you do think about, um, you know, people, there's a lot of because social media. You're looking at social media and talking. They're talking about black love, and really, there's been this push on social media, particularly with black men. And seeing them pushing, um, uh, putting it out there that you can have be in successful gay relationships, Mm -hmm. and that you know it can be black love, and that men can care, men, gay men can, gay black men can care about one another. And then it's you know I had to sort of reconcile that with myself, like that's not me, and that's not currently where I am. And and that's always something that you want to push and you want to go, oh, I love this and all about that black love, but it's like. I'm not representative of that. I go home to my wife fiance, mm-hmm. and where is that sort of? Uh, h- how do I deal with that? Do
1: you feel so? Wait, what do you mean? Because it sounded like you're saying like I don't not advocate. I don't mm-hmm. know if you as a word. Cause I, I don't think that's what you're saying, but that you can't really talk about and like champion for Black love um, outwardly, like to the world. Oh no! When you go home to your no, More no, no. I feel like that. I
0: can. I oh, feel okay. like I can. I think that I relate to it in a different way now. Okay. It seems, you know, I always have to check myself. It seems something that I'm so ha- I'm so happy to see, and I love to see, and I'm like yes, yes, yes. And then I realize, oh, that's not something that I am currently experiencing. That's something that's different from the way that I'm existing. It is very much for me personally having to sort of rethink a lot of things that I've I've grown up, whether it's being pro-black or anti-white or pro-white in certain ways and anti-black in certain ways. Yeah, it, and I've had to rethink a lot of those. And it's much more, it's always much more on the surface for me. It's much, I'm much more aware of race in a different way than I was, especially when it comes to interracial relationships and the way that white people interact than um, prior to me dating, being with Josh. Definitely. I interact with you. What do you... What I'm sorry? What? You said in the way white people interact. Oh, no. Just in the way that I see white people interacting... With each other or with the world? No, in the world. In the world. world. I think that I'm much more, I think I'm not hypersensitive, but I think I'm just aware of it a lot. Especially now with just entertainment, like we talk about it, and just in the world, there's definitely been a push of, like, so many black shows about relationships. So many, like, um, black, uh, so so many more representations of blackness Mm -hmm. in a much more positive way and in a much more of a a, a loving way Mm -hmm. than there's been and so i'm not a part of that to a certain extent so i have to reexamine well, what does that mean for me what is that what is that you know i do feel like there's a whole lot of interracial is more interracial than uh
1: than black love yeah I and then like i'm seeing in like, on TV and that
0: sort of thing. And even with the interracial thing, too, because we talked it, you know, that comes along with a lot of things. Like you said, what does that mean? Because I have, I know some people, I've met some people who don't date their own race. You know, that comes with the thing of, like, they don't like their own people. That's a problem. And it's yeah. just like, that's a problem. And I think that that's fucked up. And then I have to examine myself. Oh, what does that do? Does, and I, I love black, I love black people. I know that. But then I also have to look at, go even further and, and go smaller, go into the minutiae. Oh, my gosh, were these small cases that I didn't, you know, accept my black people for doing this and I accepted white over this? Yeah, I've had to look at that because I know in general, I'm comfortable with saying 100 percent I love my I love black men. I've always imagined myself with a black man and I appreciate I've dated black men prior. I've only been with two white men, well, dated two white men. So uh, so I, I know that. But I've definitely had to look at myself and examine that. But I think it's interesting when you see that out in the world, the interracial relationships, sometimes I have a problem with how they're represented in the media, mm-hmm. how it's always interracial relationships are told through the lens of whiteness. We talked about this. You, you know, it's an issue for you. And you pointed that out with the ads and the subway sometimes. when you see it's a white person always with a person of color. And then how you want to just, and how also just being in a interracial relationship, I see there are certain things I think that that person will never understand. Mm. And that's something that you have to reconcile. And, and you know, I'll be very honest. You know, I'm always honest in the pocket. least as how I can be. When you love someone, especially when it's white and black, and they're the person that you love, but then there are some cases where it's just like, you are now a white person. Mm. You are clearly a white person. And trying to sort of, I love you, but you are clearly a white person now. <laughs> and that's hard to... that's. Well,
1: we have a friend who's married to a white person. She's yeah. of Cambodian. And she kind of said that like you know she just takes it for what it is you know what i mean she i think mean, it's like it's not something like she doesn't wake up and like you know good morning white husband mm-hmm. you know yeah. but in those moments in those where moments. she's like oh you white she's just like yep i married a white guy like i, I you know, it is what it is it like is what look is. i need to just like you know fit just Girl, get it together, mm-hmm. cause you you knew this man was white when you married him. Yeah, you can't get mad at how white he's being right now in this yep. moment. He is white. Yeah, girl, it is what it is. It like, is what it is. Like, yeah, I guess that's a, a smart way. Uh, not not even a smart way, but a good way to look at it um, to help you like get through those moments <laughs> when you feel a little tinge of frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I'll say there, there was an episode of the of New York Times Modern uh, Modern Love
0: podcast
1: mm-hmm. um, where the woman's talking about she would not date, it's a black woman, she wouldn't date a white man who didn't grapple with race mm-hmm. because she was like, I did for so long. She was married to a white man who mm-hmm. didn't and it was a real issue for her mm-hmm. and then she started dating a guy after a divorce, I think like 10 years she was married, after a divorce she met this guy and yeah. He just, he refused to just acknowledge and see it. And she's just like, it's not cool. Like, Mm -hmm. you think that that that's making you progressive or not racist and all this other shit. But all that's doing is erasing my identity. Mm -hmm. It's erasing the blackness from my identity. Mm -hmm. Which is possibly one of the biggest, it's the biggest part, as you know, side by side with being a woman, of my identity. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to do that. Because when I come, and when I'm frustrated about something somebody did to me because I'm black, I don't need you trying to explain to me that maybe it was for, for some other reason. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. Because you don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and there's always that, right? Yeah. That whole, like, you don't know what the hell you talk about. That's like when we were talking about the um Andrew Yang, um when he was running for mayor. yes. Uh, in the New yes, York Times, that, artic- that um, cartoon. And, you know, my initial reaction was like, I, I understood... The, the tourist comment because mm-hmm. of some other context. Mm-hmm. But Andrew Yang was like, this shit is racist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is this racist? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? It's racism. Andrew Yang saying it's racist. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, listen, like, I am not Asian. Mm-hmm. I'm not an Asian American. I've never experienced racism as an Asian person. So I can't really be like, nah, that's not racism. And like, if if somebody who is experiencing racism in a certain way is like, nah, this is racism, then it probably is. Like, if it walks like a duck. So I was like, yeah, you know what that feels like as a black person when you encounter something, you're like, okay, this can't be about anything except my race. Mm -hmm. And somebody is quick to tell you that it's not, oh, now we got a problem. Yeah, now we got a problem. And she was just basically like, I can't be in a relationship with that person ever again. Mm -hmm. And then she, by the time Um, They interviewed her for the podcast. Um, She was in a relationship with a white man. Um, Again. Mm -hmm. Okay, sis. Um, (laughs) 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 But she was like, yes, but this man grapples with race. And like, he understands. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, she was like, he understands. And like, if I come home and I'm complaining that, you know, the cabs wouldn't pick me up because I'm black. He gets just as frustrated as me. Mm -hmm. And then we go to dinner and it is what it is. But like, he doesn't try to stop me when I just need to get that shit off. Mm -hmm. And she's like, that's all I'm asking. I'm not asking you to go out and Black Lives Matter march, (laughs) like protesting shit. I'm just saying, do not try to play me to the left when something's happening. And it, to me, feels like a racial issue. And I need to have this moment to acknowledge that this is a racial issue. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, I'm like yes. Yeah, very small ass. It's, if it's you're gonna be in a relationship with a black person, it's a very small
0: ass. Yeah, and I think too, it's it. That's also about. I mean, to a larger extent, it's about any relationship. You don't want to. It just goes to you don't want to minimize the problems that your partner is having. And it's just like if you came in as a woman and you were talking about some oh, something that, that oh, you are God. having, it's just like it. You are not in my shoes. You are not in my body. You are not in a female body, first of all. Men do so it's not like, grapple with gender issues fucking ever. And, and, and yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't. And it's like, sometimes I feel there are certain things that I can understand a little bit better because I have a lot of close women friends, but I still don't know what that feels like and there are still things that I miss and I still walk through the world. You know, I was... Watching this great show, um, it, it, it's it's one of the first trans, it's the first trans um, um, character um, that's the, at the head of a show. Uh, it's a show that came out in Canada, now it's on HBO Max, and it's called Sort Of. And she's, I think, uh, I forget, I think she's Pakistani, if um, I believe, if I believe. And she's Muslim. She's Muslim, though. Mm-hmm. And um, she's going through, are she, I don't know if she, where she is in her transition. Right. You know, I don't know what how far, but I know she's presenting as a woman in a lot of um, ways. And it's about, um, what was she saying? It's about sort of um, her journey and how um, she's sort of trying to figure out where she is in her life. And now my brain now is escaping Well, me. we were talking about men not
1: grappling with gender
0: issues. So I'm oh, yes. sure
1: if you're in transitioning, there's probably a lot of things
0: that you're just like, women deal with this? Yeah, that's, yes. a, that's a, one women of the characters who, who looks like a yes. woman presenter. <laughs> she meets this other character who's like this glamorous um, woman and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then, if, and then um, she's talking about her trans experience to her. And she's like, you know, I I don't, she's like, I haven't lost anything that I don't, Miss. She's like I, I don't miss anything that I've lost. Right. Transition, and she's like I'm happy I'm here. And she was like even that male privilege. And then they both kind of <laughs> laughed about that, and it made me think about how, like you said, there were certain ways that you, as a woman now, it's she probably didn't realize. Like she's like I have privilege. I'm thinking I'm a maybe at one point a gay man or a bisexual man, a fem a feminine man. And I'm thinking, oh, my life is so di- this and it's so that. And then you realize, as soon as that shift happens, because people see you as a man first, yeah. it's completely different. Now she's presenting as a woman. There are certain things that are just not the same.
1: Not the same.
0: No. And I think that's for uh, I think that's for difficult for a lot of people to to grasp. Right. A lot of men, just men in general, straight or gay or somewhere in between, for them to to realize, right. My issue with
1: the show, and the show Harlem is good, is that I feel like they're not going to take a deeper dive into this. I hope they do, because it. I think it's a conversation worthy of having, mm-hmm. and it's a show that I think it's it's written smartly enough that you know it's a it's a comedy, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a rom com that they can still keep it light while educating people mm-hmm. and bringing this thing up, mm-hmm. um, because. I just feel like, yeah, there's going to be this whole, oh, you're being a coward. Like, get back with the white girl Mm -hmm. type of situation and just take it for what it is. But it's like, no, can we talk about it? Mm -hmm. Like, are you being a coward? Or are you acknowledging that there's something deeper going on here than just, well, no, I don't feel like I need to date a white person because I've
0: reached a level of success. But... Yeah, it depends on... I'm dating this white person, so what the fuck's up with that? It it, 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 it always needs to be examined, and it depends on... That's a case-by-case basis. It's just like, excuse me, there are some people who are being cowards in the sense of, like, they're caring what other people think. And it's like, if you love this person, and you really want to be with this person, then yes, you need to examine yourself, but don't run away from that because you're scared about what people want to think. I think that is a very real issue for some people. Right. And it doesn't mean that the fact that they're sort of conflicted by that isn't real. That's a big thing. Right. The- and that's exactly the where
1: I'm hoping they want to go with it, right? It's like, if you're going to have her get back with this girl, then fine. Then she's just like, look, like, I'm going to I'm gonna not be a coward because I'm going to date this girl. But at the same time, I'm going to get into some therapy or some something mm-hmm. to figure out if, like what is, what else yes. is under the surface. Mm-hmm. And I, I do still need to acknowledge that there's something else maybe that could be there. And yeah, I am the owner or the creator of an app Mm -hmm. for queer people of color, and this does look highly problematic. Yeah, that I'm out here, like you know, pushing uh, people of color love, Mm -hmm. and I'm with this white lady. uh, Yeah, how do
0: people gonna think? And 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 for some and like you said, you can have some other people on the other end who like it's a struggle for them they're a coward. but then other people who make a decision and they go, "This is not for me. I need to be with someone who I can relate to. I need to be with someone who I can love on this in a certain way that I feel like only two black people can, or two people who have shared experiences can." I I, I don't necessarily agree with that a hundred percent in a sense. I I don't know. But I can understand that feeling of going of, of connecting with someone in a way because you're black in a way that yeah is different from if you're another race. It's different. I, I think yeah. that is I think that is some it truth. Um, I just don't know if one's greater than the other in certain instances. Well, I think but, with the show,
1: um, there needs to be an, an acknowledgement of sorts because they do a lot of um addressing like microaggressions mm-hmm. that Black women um receive from white women
0: mm-hmm.
1: um on a daily. Um, they, they get into the whole black love thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and then then, like, you know, things that they say and like white people be out here, white people and Mm -hmm. like stuff like that. Like Mm -hmm. there's just, I mean, because the the premise of the show is like, you know, Harlem and how it's being gentrified and it's like, you know, it's changing so much and there are black people in Harlem who are trying to keep it as Harlem, authentically Harlem as possible, whatever that's supposed to mean. Um, So, yeah, it's just like, you can't really have a show about that and then introduce this this very, like, complex issue and not unpack it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just feel like, come on, y'all. Y'all better not fuck this up. I'm just saying. It's an interesting show. It's good. Mm -hmm. I think everyone on the show has been good so far, but I do really hope that they don't just leave that like that and, like let it die because there's a much bigger conversation to be had mm-hmm. it's like y'all scratched the surface so like dig in mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. on the other hand we've got sex in the city just started mm-hmm. yeah yes. you like that transition I, I like that, like that. Ah. we,
0: we listen we were talking about social awareness well, and all that sex stuff in the city sex in the city Well, I we the first two episodes dropped on Thursday yes and they definitely um, dropped yeah they definitely <laughs> I enjoyed it. I have to say I enjoyed it. I definitely, um, of course, this glaring, there's only, it's a trio now. It is no longer a quartet. They Mm -hmm. are missing Samantha, and I miss Samantha Mm -hmm. uh, being a part of the story. But I do think, um, I do, I do think the show is still, I'm going to see how it is because I miss them. So I miss seeing the girls. Mm -hmm. I I love seeing, I was a huge fan. I love seeing um, them together. So I think it's a bit of nostalgia and just like wanting them to be together, but and seeing all the characters back again and seeing where they've been and I enjoyed that. Um, so, but I, I do, I did enjoy the first two episodes. I did. I enjoyed it much more than I thought I would because that trailer really, I was like, what the? This new they music? showed
1: nothing in the trailer. Yeah.
0: So it was. I, I, I did enjoy it, and um, I'm 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 gonna keep with it because I want to see where it's gonna go.
1: I enjoyed it less than I thought I would. Oh, really? First of all, spoiler alert if you haven't watched it, stop listening now. <laughs> Watch Sex in the City and come back to the rest of this episode because I'm about to drop all the fucking tidbits. Yes. So sorry about that. So, spoiler alert it was dark from Jump. Big dies in the first episode.
0: At the end. And of that's the first where episode. we get the
1: title, and just like that, mm-hmm. Big Die. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. What? Okay, no. Mm-hmm. I just, I cannot. Mm -hmm. just no Mm -hmm. okay Peloton is mad because their stock is going down (laughs) (laughs) sorry Peloton which is hilarious people are so simple I cannot Um, people are throwing away their Peloton bikes because they're scared they're going to have a heart attack Um, while the character smoked cigars, drank a lot, and was, like, in
0: his 60s. Well, he also had a heart problem big during the run of the show. Right. Like, a patient. He had something. And
1: he's, like, in his 60s, no? On the show. I I don't know how
0: he's in the show. Because if she's
1: 55, he's in his late
0: 60s. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah, at least 10 years older than that. So,
1: that's the first of all. But, like, I was like, oh, we gonna go here? Because I knew. Also, I was watching the news, and they... Fucking drop the spoiler because of the Peloton uh. thing. So I knew someone died. Mm-hmm. So then when I started watching, I'm like, fuck, Big is gonna die in mm-hmm. the first episode. Because mm-hmm. at first I was like, oh, is it Stanford? Because the you know the, the, actor. the actor who plays Stanford dies in real life. No, no, he filmed. Big dies in the first episode. Mm-hmm. I'm like. How they gonna have the main character's husband die? I just this is I was like, so wait, so the whole rest of the seasons would be her mourning? Because if it's not, so. it's going to be weird. Weird.
0: Unless they do a weird time jump, which is also a little weird.
1: But that's it, th- exactly. So that's why I was like, uh, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, listen, I'm not in for watching a whole season of Carrie mourning. Mm-mm. But if she's not mourning, then it's gonna be weird. Because it's just like your husband just died out of nowhere. No signs, of no one. He's not sick. He just has a fucking heart attack, and he dies. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? So they're going to have to do a time jump for me. Are,
0: are they... <laughs> they're going to have to. I think they're going to they do it. They need to take the- me two years later. They're going to do it in a way I think that's going to make sense for the show. I'm thinking about the movie, the first movie. Um The first movie that they did when she went through all of that um, shit with Big when he left her. We didn't leave her at the altar. We was thinking God about I mean. it, leaving her at the altar, and then they met. And then, you know, blah, 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 blah. They managed to hit him on the head with the flowers. Blah, blah, blah. So that, they did like a year um, time lapse in that movie. It followed each of the seasons. And it just happened gradually during the movie where she kind of slowly came out of her funk. And then a year, a little bit over a year later, her and Big reconciled and then they got married. So I think it's probably going to be something like that where they sort of, the time just goes by gradually. I think that's what's going to happen. They got to do it in the next
1: episode. Episode three. It needs to be a year later. Like we oh, just need to see what it needs to be a montage of the seasons change. You know what I, I doubt that like, I, mean, I don't think that's gonna happen because, that quickly. Like, like I don't want to watch another episode of sad shit. This was like the second episode. It was like clearly it was like the funeral. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever said this on the show before, but everybody know I fucking hate a death episode on the TV show. Mm-hmm. Because it's A, it's triggering for a lot of people, but B... It's always bad, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, they always try to, like, if it's a comedy, they try to, like, make it a little more lighthearted or whatever. Just, there's nothing lighthearted about people dying. Mm-hmm. But then it's just also like, I don't want to fucking watch a fictional character die. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, ugh, it's just never good. For mm-hmm. me, it's just never good. It's never done well. So it's like, okay. So I wasn't really here for the second episode either. Um, so I was just like, okay, y'all got like one more episode for me to see where this is going before I tap
0: out completely. I I I don't know. I think because I've never experienced, you know, a loss and, and, and sort of of someone really close to me passing. So I think that's probably one of the big things I think I always look at. And it's not, it's not triggering to me in that way. And, um, I kind of, um. Yeah, I've, I've expected that. I always expect it's a comedy and they're doing an episode and um, they inject humor f- into it for that. But I think probably the biggest thing I would assume is that it's not as triggering for me. So well, maybe that's maybe. why I look at it in a different way. And um, I, um, one of the things that I did, I'm trying to think of what I enjoyed in that um,
1: second episode the funeral episode well the
0: thing that i enjoyed was um some um a rant, some Miranda has a, a lot of interesting things going on oh she's character. an
1: alcoholic yeah she, she has a
0: lot of i was gonna bring that up a little later she, she has a okay right i didn't pick up on the alcoholic thing what, what happened
1: Miranda is clearly an alcoholic why do you think that she's drinking wine and bourbon at 10 o'clock in the morning when did she when did she do this? In the first episode when she was on the way to school, remember she saw the bar and she went in and the guy was like, We don't open until eleven. Oh. She ordered a glass of Chablis. And She was like, I'll wait. And she looked at her time, it was ten forty five. So she was like, I'll wait. She's drinking wine in the morning, and then at the funeral, she asked for the glass of Chablis and then she was like, You know what? Switch it I don't to think listen. we have a lot. Just give me a bourbon neat, hard alcohol in the morning. And then, too, that they is... had
0: that little small throwaway when Stanford was at the apartment when the big ashes came. And they were came. pouring, pouring, pouring. And then she was like, do you think I made these strong? And she was like, not for this. Like, well, yeah. I guess well, I didn't see that. And she
1: was pouring, pouring, pouring those martinis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miranda has an alcohol problem. Mm. It's coming. It's coming. It's but coming. they definitely foreshadowed that.
0: I didn't see it. that. Was and some good foreshadowing.
1: Charlotte? Please, like, Kristen Davis, please stop with the injections in your face. I don't want to say. You look not like yourself. Like, yeah, I, I would much rather your aged face than whatever this is. Like, I think the, the other women, to me, they look better because they're not getting the work and whatever. And they look older. They should. They yeah, are actually in their 50s. 50s. Yeah. Kristen Davis, please stop with the injections. It, it
0: doesn't look good.
1: Yeah, I know I, it's not a place to talk people. I, I didn't want to say it because bodies, I think
0: but, she's in hot. Yeah, and and I love her. And I, I understand was just like,
1: like the pressures of pressure. Hollywood, but like Kristen Davis, we loved your aged face, girl. I'll take you wrinkles, because whatever, whatever you got, crow's feet, all laugh lines, smiling, all the things. I think you look beautiful with them. I think you look better
0: with them. And well, we yeah. don't know what she would have looked like with them because we haven't seen them. So We've think, seen her in the past, like, years or whatever. Yeah, but I think I, I also... Maybe
1: was, she just was getting a few net then, and she's just getting excessive now, but I to will, me, it looks weird. Her face looks distorted.
0: I will say as long... as Excuse me. Listen, but, you know, people with plastic surgery, it's a very, very slippery slope, because you think about... She does like have plastic surgery. She's like, just getting injections. Injections. You want people to have, like, self-love and blah, 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 blah. I and think,
1: I think get a little... little this, whatever you feel. It's fine. Mm-hmm.
0: So my thing is, if that's the, what she's on, if she's doing this because she enjoys the way she looks and she's thinking, listen, I love the way I, but I just wanted to feel like I, I need to get a little something, something here. Because there's going to be people who go on, you look great. There's going to be people, she's damned if she do, she's damned if she don't. Because a lot of them are getting um uh definitely um criticism because of how they look. A lot of them are getting criticism and because... They look funny but they're still getting a lot of criticism because people are going oh well, they look older and they are they're older, they are older. <laughs> yes we know this but they're but also recognizing you know some I mean, i'm not in Hollywood so it's right. like you hear the stories they're getting shit because they look older I'm sure and and it's just like it's kind of like damned if you do damned if you yeah. don't so my thing is as long as she's doing this I would hope and the and and coming from a place of hey this is something I want to do and I love the way i look I love that I, I enjoy the because everyone wants to get a little bit of not everyone. Certain people want to get a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Right, I just hope right. that it's hey, coming I from a positive place. Because I know how I feel about how she looks, but I also I didn't want to say anything because I was like, it's very, very touchy and I didn't want to pass judgment
1: And it's on not her. nice.
0: It's not a nice yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: and it's all about someone's appearance. My only thing is, is I think it's very, it's it, it's more obvious and it's jarring when she's sitting there with these other women who don't look like they have injections. They don't look like they have work. Yeah. And then it makes hers look that much more obvious. Yeah. And a, a, out of place and to looks, some degree. Yeah. and it Because they acknowledge this whole, like, she's dyeing her hair, trying mm-hmm. to look young. And maybe they should do the injections or something in there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? was mm-hmm. like, make it more of the show. Yeah. So that is one of those... Uh, not to make it a thing that we get to talk about. People want to talk about, it regardless, they about, do about what it. regardless, they do. They talked about um, Samantha
0: from the last movie when she had that some of the injections. They talked about her. They gave her a lot of shit on the movie posters and the movie how she looked good. different. I mean, she's also like eight to ten years older she's than all those actors. She's older in her sixties. Um. So, but they gave her a lot of shit because of that. But I, um. Uh, yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying it to say that. No, I didn't think without we were to
1: injections. Me. Kristen Daniela Davis look. She's a beautiful great. woman. I, I think she's she looked bit. great without yeah. the injections, and they look obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and maybe that's what she's going for. I don't know, but it just it's not the Charlotte. But, what do you uh, think and about I think it's Miranda? Tricky when you are in a sh- when you're on a show that's in syndication, I can imagine for, like, friends, mm-hmm. like, they probably are like, please take this off. Like, I don't care how much money <laughs> I make from this being in syndication. I don't want to look at my 20-something-year-old self mm-hmm. in my 50s because then when people see 50-something-year-old me, they think I look bad. Mm-hmm. But I actually look great at 50-something. It's just that you you see 20-something-year-old me every day and you can't make the connection that 30 years have passed. Mm-hmm. That's the issue when you're on a show yeah. that is that popular that people watch over and over when it was out, like, in real time. It's yeah, like,
0: it's just... I'm hoping that this is... Because my thing is, we're all going to be, you know, Lord willing. We're, we're going to be in God willing, there
1: will be no... Yeah. Global warming won't take us out, and neither will an alien yeah. invention. We will be old one day. I want to be
0: elderly. Exactly. So you want, I think, Whiskey the perceptions... Of of beauty need to change and it needs to keep continuing to go in the direction of some of the things they're talking about. It's like we're going to have wrinkles. Some of us are not right. going to dye die hair. You're still gonna be, you still going to be. You still should be a a a, a a a still be should be considered. Uh. uh a useful member of society and a useful member of the world. You should oh, be able to a beautiful have a beautiful woman just without a beautiful looking woman. like
1: you're 30 and yes. 50. And it's like... Just like
0: beauty should just change. I mean, the way that we define beauty should just change. And I'm hoping that they continue that. And that's why I'm trying to look at the show. And it's like, of course, they've gotten older, but still appreciating um, them for who they are now in their 50s. Right. I, and I like Miranda's um, hair, but I still miss the red. I still miss the red. No, I the way i do like i think it's different no just because you're used to her with the red hair because i think in real life she's a blonde real life she's a blonde and um but i I did like the scene the scene that i was gonna talk about was when she was at the funeral and how she she was exceptionally hard when she found her son smoking marijuana Mm -hmm. and you know they're doing this sort of white privilege thing with miranda with miranda in the sense of she's also kind of on the cusp of like realizing and trying to like get work her way around she's it. She's trying to be woke. She's trying to go <laughs> and to a certain point she's not a bad person. She's just trying to work it out and she's trying to navigate it a little bit better. Whether the other women are not. so and um and so she had that interaction when with the Shay when she found her, and she chewed her out. And it was unlike she was way more hard than Miranda from the series. But also she said too Miranda said and she's like we aren't who we are, we've changed. Mm-hmm. And I think she has a child now and it's different it's different you seen how she is with her child, and she completely eviscerated her. But I did I like. I thought the, it was very
1: much like Miranda in the series. I
0: thought it was very much like her, but she was just—it was way more intense when she got in, got in her face, and she's like, "If you don't walk the fuck, well, away yeah, from... when
1: you're in your fifties, yeah, and it's that's like she's—that's why. You I like get to it. a certain age, you be ready to, to yeah.
0: throw she's down. She's older, and then she has a child. And so it's older and the interesting relationship the thing that she had with her son when they had her son um their son was having sex against her and I was like this is too much in and I can't home. stay in their it was home having, he's 17 years old we and, did, I was and like, they're
1: letting his girlfriend spend the
0: night and I'm like and then they're just like it's okay and I'm sorry I told, I, I love my, I told I was like I'm sorry this is some white people on television shit or white I am just like only who on does TV that's
1: fantasy shit yeah, I don't like, 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 even who the white people that? I know that's why I said white people on like, television hell to the know my parents no, they My, would have been this, like you sneak around and
0: have sex like the rest of it us. It's like who does that? Behind the parents are hearing, and he don't care. He's loud They raunchy. against you. the wall. Wow. So I thought that Hell was a little no. much. I did appreciate when she was at that funeral though. With not I think the they, they yeah, a not the, the and then she says to him, she was just like, "You're going home with your dad now, and no, Louisa for a week." And then she walks away, and he's like, uh, "Now you're being crazy now." And she just turns around, she walks like real close to the face. She's like, "What did you say?" And then he's real shook. He's, he's like, like
1: "Where's that?" Yeah, and I
0: was like. At least he's scared of her. She just put that same fear in him that she does about this whole girlfriend situation. I think that what they're trying to do with that whole, like,
1: her son having the sex or whatever is the, well, it's sex in the city, right? Like, these women were all about the sex. Like, you can't now, all of a sudden, not be about the sex. I'm like, if you want to do this whole people change, people change about how they feel about their selves and their sex lives as adults mm-hmm. from how their children should behave. Like, I just... I'm not buying it. This whole idea of, like, they're so... Her and Steve are so fucking sexually free that they're letting their teenage son have sex in their home with his girlfriend, sp- spending the night mm. banging against their wall. First of all... Teenagers, you know how many times teenagers will have sex back to back to back Mm -hmm. because it's like six minute sex.
0: Yeah. So Mm -hmm. you want
1: to sit there and listen to six minute sex 12 times in a row? Mm -hmm. Fuck no. Like I said, you need to tell your teenager, here's a whole bunch of condoms, but you have sex behind our backs and you sneak around like we all had to do when we were teenagers. Like you're not going to be fucking fucking Mm -hmm. in our
0: house in the middle
1: of the night. It's absurd.
0: It's absurd. And it's, I mean, of course, it, just, it also seems a little bit interesting from Miranda's character. Because also, like you said, the show's about sex in the But the show's about sex in the city. Sex isn't in the name. But this followed four women who were in their 30s when the show premiered. It wasn't about teenagers. Right,
1: they weren't So it's,
0: um, it's interesting that this is happening. Like now, I don't know. I was surprised. but
1: It bothered me. I was it, like, this It is bothered really me,
0: stupid. that part. And I'm hoping that, listen. Like who
1: wrote this?
0: I, I didn't because 'cause I'm like, when I'm does this really very hype about this? I was
1: like, I, I just realized I was yelling like three <laughs> seconds because it's so it's so stupid. I'm I'm just like look, like yes, I'm like in my late thirties. And I would like to think that when I have children, I wanna talk to them about sex in a very realistic and Mm -hmm. very honest way. Mm -hmm. But I'm not gonna be that parent. I'm not gonna be like, yeah, well, bring your girlfriend over here and do it here so that I know you're being safe and being responsible. No, Mm -hmm. Mm no. No. But I am gonna sit down with her mother and be like, look, (laughs) we need to be real about what these kids is about to get into. Mm -hmm. Was that with some birth control? We definitely about that condom life. Like, look, like, I'm you know, go- I talk to my kids about this thing. I'm not encouraging them to go out and have sex. But I do talk to them realistically about what their choices are and making smart decisions. Yeah. But I'm not going to be like, go out and do the thing. And I'm damn sure not going to be like, come here and do the yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, that sounds insane.
0: Most teenagers, I wouldn't say most. I don't know what the, the statistics are. But I'm like, it's not uncommon for teenagers to be having sex. So exactly what you're saying—you educate them, and you have open lines of communication, so that your kids have any questions or concerns, they can come to you and and express them. Excuse me, but you're not going to be welcoming. Yeah, it just it just seems so odd. It was
1: so odd. I, it was so off-putting. I just I am not all the way bought in. It got really bad reviews too. The show.
0: Oh, I only read. I, it I read got like, like bad two reviews. two reviews, and they were good, like from the New York Times and CNN. They said they said. Is it watchable? Very much so. They said, but where's the sex? They, the person who was writing, this said they had watched four sex episodes. In the city. And it's
1: not called Sex in the City.
0: Yeah, and just like that, Let they would, and just like that. <laughs> but they said that, um, they said it's very watchable. But they, they said something like there was a caveat. So um, I think that the show is, like I said, I'm just gonna have to wait because I am enjoying it yeah. because I, I like Carrie still carrying Carrie still carry very much so. I like the. I like where it's going. Big dying didn't bother me. Um, because I had actually read... A, a previous, last year, a couple of years ago, You know, they were trying to do a third movie. And um, they one of the ideas that he said he had for the movie was that Big was going to die. And that third movie was about Carrie sort of moving on from his death. So him passing away wasn't like an extreme thing. I figured it out. Only when he was on the Peloton. And it was like, okay, you know where this scene's going to go. And um, because there were rumors when the show was filming that they were going to go through a divorce, actually. And um, it wasn't going to be a death. But I wasn't, and then I just figured out he was going to die. So I wasn't completely shocked by it. Only thing, I, one thing I don't like, I'm sorry, we have not, Samantha. I don't like the explanation that they gave for Samantha not being in their lives. I did not like that. Well,
1: uh, well what did you want? We knew she wasn't going to do
0: it. We knew she wasn't going to do it. I think it, it does, it's interesting that it seems like it mirrors um, real life because I think Absolutely. Kim Cattrall is in London and then they were talking about like have you talked to her have you reached out to her and they were just like we have a couple of texts nothing back blah mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. her pride has been hurt we don't know that part so it's like it, it mirrors different life but it just it seemed interesting because you can't only do so much it, I, I can't believe for a second Samantha would not have been at the funeral and then also um it seemed a lot. It, it it seemed a lot that Samantha would be upset with Carrie because she no longer wanted to be her publicist. She no longer Samantha. Carrie felt like she no longer needed her for her publicist. I felt like they should have yeah, also put a little bit it. on her there side. There should have been some disagreement, I think, between the two of them. Because now all the onus is on Samantha. It's like Samantha was just well, being crazy.
1: because...
0: Because that's how they the feel in real life.
1: with Kim Cattrall is bad. Yeah, but not I feel... Not the relationship like, with Sarah Jessica Parker.
0: Yeah, because I feel like they should have, in the show, they should have been, to me, a little bit more like it was a disagreement between the characters um, that they didn't. And maybe not... I don't know. I just feel like... Yeah, something
1: them. a little more major should have happened for it to be like she cut them all off completely. Yeah. I do agree with that, but eh, I don't mind it. I mean, I think it was just because it was like, look... We don't need to get like deep into the woods of this. We mm-hmm. know she's not going to be on it. It's been public. Just tell us, tell us why and we'll move on. Mm-hmm. But I will say that for the funeral, when she came and she was like, no flowers. I was like, I bet Samantha mm-hmm. said that. I knew it because I was like, that shit is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, probably, <laughs> I was like, it probably came from Samantha. Sure enough. Once yeah. When she was like, well, it came in the morning. I was like, Samantha sent mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. She, for sure. Then she opened the card. It was from Samantha. I'm like, yep.
0: And she kept him.
1: And yeah. I said too, I was like, you know, I was like, Charlotte's a mess. I said, You know who'd have been the best person to help her right now? Samantha. Samantha. She's the friend who would have been like, I'll get on it, I'll make sure we get this, this, and this mm-hmm. together. You need to go and like be, you go to spa, or whatever, and I will take care of everything. Yeah, Samantha like, and uh,
0: Miranda done. are the best in the crises. And the best in the crisis. For they sure, handle, for yeah. this?
1: Samantha. Oh, yeah. Samantha would have had all the stuff when Samantha. she got
0: home and all that shit was in her hallway. Samantha would have been like, OK, we'll call someone. We'll figure it out. Because they helped her like that when her wedding didn't happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My bad. It's... I was messing with my mic. Oh, I, no, I hope no.
1: it wasn't scratchy.
0: And um, yeah. And that. Charlotte, who I love, was just such a mess. And I was like. A mess. I was like girl
1: Charlotte is the one character I I felt like didn't change at all
0: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that was
1: kind of annoying mm-hmm. um, there was not much change in Charlotte and how she was trying to force her daughter into the dress mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff it was like okay y'all doing Charlotte a real disservice with this business I
0: feel like they started doing Charlotte a disservice from the second uh, the second movie it seemed like Charlotte they were giving less and less to do because even in that second movie which <laughs> I don't remember she's
1: happy she's not struggling
0: yeah yeah she it was even in She'll the second movie. Problems. I think she was like, "It's it." She had the nanny, and she was crying. She locked herself in the pantry one time because her girls were like going crazy when they were little. And she was like, "Being having being a mother is 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 tiring. It's it's crazy." Her and Miranda bonded over that. And I thought this is all that they've given her. She barely had a storyline in that <laughs> in that um second that second movie. And even Miranda, whose storyline could have been heavier, it just they beefed it up. I think too. I w- I will not say this. I think that they're all good actresses. I think. Cynthia Nixon does a good job of. She's a good dramatic actress. Mm-hmm. I think she seems to be much stronger always in that area than the other, the the all of them. Yeah. So I think they give like the fact that she was the first. Her and Carrie are closest. I think the fact that they give her when Miranda's upset and Miranda's crying or when Miranda you, I think she's much better at delivering it than the other girls. Um, definitely. So I feel like they don't give the other ones that sort of the heavy, the gravitas as they do, Miranda, if that makes sense. Because they feel like as an actress, they know she's going to do she it. She can do it. She can do it. Right. She, she, I always have thought, I don't want to say she's a better, I would always say sometimes I think she's a better actress, but I think she, her just strengths are much more in the dramatic. Well, and,
1: she, did, she did Broadway. Yeah. You know, she's, Broadway's hard. Yeah, like, she's theater a theater. Yeah, not
0: she's good. Everyone. Yeah, she's, Miranda, I think it carries, um, emotional scenes unlike the other girls
1: to end it off with the sex in the city i will say whatever criticisms people have about how they look as older women it's ridiculous but i will say i thought carrie looked great there was this one scene in the home where she had like it was like a robe or whatever she had hair down Mm -hmm. i thought she looked oh her hair looked beautiful yeah she just her face her everything i thought she looked so pretty i thought her skin looked so great i Mm -hmm. was like oh she looks so beautiful right there yeah 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 so uh, screw the haters. It's like, what do you want? A bunch of fifty something year old women to look like thirty somethings mm-hmm, and yeah, be they running s- around town.
0: They like, still look good. Yeah,
1: it's just it's kinda stupid. Um, but we'll see. We'll hold out. <laughs> um, we have to talk about Jesse.
0: Okay, let's touch on that real quick we, Yes,
1: and I just make the joke that like you can't trust someone named Jesse. But um I just think that what they're doing to him is ridiculous and Absurd and mm-hmm. uncalled for.
0: They really convicted this man.
1: I don't even know what the goddamn charges were
0: of um, just felonies of. I uh,
1: mean, ridiculous. Prod- just, just all the stuff. It's all. Ridiculous. I, I should know the about fact it. That they it. even pursued a case against him mm-hmm. for staging his own beatdown. Yeah. his own beatdown. Mm-hmm. Right, and saying that he was um, gay and blackbashed. Mm-hmm. Right, that was the whole deal. And then the two Nigerian brothers testify saying that he hired them to stage the thing. Mm -hmm. I'm just mad that they pursued this. It's ridiculous. Like, just all the Amy Coopers of the world, (laughs) the fucking Beckys and Hannahs out there that do this shit time and time again. No consequences. They took, oh, they took her dog and then she got the dog back. Like, like I just, I can't. That shit was on film. Mm -hmm. And the most she got... Was canceled for the moment,
0: and she called the police. And th- that's the thing. And I think one of the things that you said um, was the fact that she, um, Jussie, this was this really only a, on the small, on the micro. This affected him. He didn't. He had not harm anywhere. The women were called, This woman, Amy Cooper, was calling the cops on someone else to put them in harm. Jussie right. f- did this on his own, orchestrated this own. And listen, I want to be honest. It, it always seemed fishy to me. It always seemed fishy to me, and I think you brought up some good points about... I did think about, very shortly, very quickly, all the other cases where, you know, particularly white people have gotten away with things, and right now we're coming off of, like, the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, and we're coming... And, you know, Ahmaud Aubrey, he received justice, and that was great, and they were talking about the sort of jury breakdown in each of those cases. And... Um, I, now you brought... I'm not sure how to feel, because I think I definitely was someone who when I first heard about it I was like he's innocent and then as more details came out I was like this story comes kind of fishy and you it's something that you can't take on a case by case basis because there have been so many other unfair verdicts and where justice was not served and I think that's a disappointing thing
1: I'm pissed I think this is some bullshit like I said they wouldn't even bring charges against the cops that murdered Brianna Taylor until we took to the streets. Mm-hmm. Like, people had to riot and, like, burn shit down mm-hmm. for them to even take it seriously. And even then, they didn't take it seriously enough. Oh, yeah, went to trial. And then they basically said, oh, no, the cops were only guilty of shooting in the neighbor's home. Mm-hmm. Oh, because they put the neighbors at harms in harm's way. They were only shooti- uh, uh, guilty of shooting at the wall. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm -hmm. But you really want to convict this man for staging his own beatdown? (laughs) Mind you, to bring light to some shit that's actually real. Regardless of if the shit actually happened to him, because there were no actual perpetrators, so no one was gonna fucking get convicted of the shit. Mm. They were never gonna actually find the person who did it. That was kind of the point. He knew that they were never going to put enough resources and whatever behind really finding the people who did it. The people who were never gonna get found, right? His career is over. His he he put his career in a fucking coffin the second. It started to come to, to together for people that this was not real. Once those brothers were like, Yeah, he set this up, everybody was off Team Jussie, and they was like, he cray cray. Mm-hmm. But like his 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 career going diving off the deep end should have been the punishment enough. Let him just fade into obscurity, and that be that. You really spent the time and the money to convict this man when y'all barely be thinking about spending the time and the money. And the energy to convict people who really perpetrate heinous crimes against black people. Mm -hmm. I'm not here for it. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. Like, this is some bullshit. This is just another example of how there is no justice. Justice system does not work for black people in this country. It never has. Mm -hmm. It still doesn't. You crazy. So now we're being convicted at... I mean, we've been being convicted... Mm -hmm you know, at higher rates, but for, like, stupid shit Mm -hmm. at this point. Like, are you serious? Now black people are getting into the weaponizing anything they can to call the cops on somebody, and we still getting in trouble for Mm -hmm. that? So wait, 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 wait. I'm Becky. I call the cops on this black man because I don't like the way he's looking at me or because he told me I need to hurry up with my order at Popeye's. I call the cops and say he's raping me, and if the cops show up, he might get killed. Mm -hmm. But that's it. That's that's. There's no consequences for me, but I'm just the, I say this thing happened to me. Oh shit, I get locked
0: up? Mm -hmm.
1: What the hell kind of shit is that? This is fucked up and insane.
0: I, yeah, it's given me some things to think about because I do think it was unfortunate. Like you mentioned, like no one would get caught and it's like he could have potentially destroyed these other guys' lives. They wouldn't have turned on him if they didn't get caught. So it's just like that was the prop that was an issue too, because he fabricated this thing. Mm-hmm. And, and it was messy. It was messy. And my messy. thing is it wasn't sealed up right because then they got caught. They did because you are a celebrity and because of when you put this out there, all like all these high profile people, politicians, actors, celebrities, everyone, influencers were like, we support you. Justice and then they for just and justice. then they and then they got big and then these guys were found because the police, the Chicago police started doing investigation and they're also trying to sue him. That's a separate lawsuit mm-hmm. I've read that they're trying to they want him to pay for the, um, the 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 cost of hiring these police to work on the case. So that part. I listen, me, I think I what can't. he did was wrong. I'm now. The, just like I said, it's giving me something to think about with, you know, all the things that like the Becky's have done and all that. And it's something that, yeah. I a,
1: think what he did was stupid.
0: It was very but stupid. But I don't
1: think that this man should go to prison for that. Yo, folks have been saying that R. Kelly was doing the shit he was doing for years. Mm-hmm. And no one gave a fuck. Mm-hmm. No one put any resources behind it. Mm-hmm. There was no investigating nothing. Why? Because it only affected a bunch of young black girls.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, how not,
1: do we not see the irony of what's happening here? And it no if longer padded Jesse, the pockets. If I was Jesse, I'd be counter suing on every fucking level. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, are you serious? Oh, hell no. I hope Jesse got some secrets in his closet and takes everybody down with it. Just be like, y'all better figure out a way to turn this shit around, or everybody's getting fucked in the ass. No dude. Well, I, I definitely do not don't care. think that will happen. I hope so. I yeah. hope so. Because we, we, if they say no, He's gonna go to prison, just You better fuck everybody's lives
0: up. Well, hopefully, they, they, his, the next is an appeal. So, the next, um, this is ridiculous. Yeah, the next is an appeal. And to, and to your point about the happening to the R. Kelly thing happening for years and only affecting young black women. It also was benefiting a lot of. I'm just gonna say white people because they were the record labels that they, they the executives, and they were making money, were off, making of money well. off of him as well. Yeah. So
1: they were like, "Wait, I'm supposed to stop my bag for some for some 15 year old white girl from the projects, in, uh, black girls from the projects in Chicago? Mm-hmm. I'm good. It's, I mean, this is legit. It, like, Aunt Becky did like. Th- did she even serve time? I, I don't, don't think she that. served time. Felicity oh. Huffman did like a week in prison for that college scam shit. A week. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But you Most got of other medicine?
1: people didn't serve any time mm-hmm. but you got black mothers who simply lie and say that they live at an address that's not theirs maybe a close friend or whatever so that their child can go to a better school five fucking years in prison mm-hmm. this is the same shit this is the same shit this is no different
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: so when you got your Amy Coopers calling the cops we have the shit on film saying this man is attacking me all this other shit How is that any different? Mm -hmm. It's not. So all of a sudden now we want to press charges. And remember the DA, the DA in New York said they were not pressing charges. Now, wasn't it Chris Cooper, the guy who she called? He was like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. It's stupid. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care. It's not teaching anybody anything. And then the DA essentially was like, well, I want to move forward. And then was like, yeah, we ain't got enough. Mm -hmm. Like, we're just going to have to let this go. Like, there isn't enough momentum. There Mm -hmm. isn't enough anything to spend the time, money, resources, all that pursuing this. Mm -hmm. But there is for Justice Smollett. Mm -hmm. Like, no. Who
0: wasn't wasn't this big movie star, big television star. Just
1: No. No. I still support him. I'm like, look, what you did was stupid. It was a little cray-cray. I understand why you did it. I think it was dumb. But I don't think it was criminal. And again, like, he says that he... I think
0: it was criminal. I do think it was criminal. Because it was wrong. You fabricated a crime. You had police taken from doing work that they could have been doing. And also, you could have... You screwed over... These you could have screwed over these guys. If I mean, they all agreed they to were do it. 100%. That's what I'm saying. They all agreed to <laughs> they do. They did
1: the crime. With they him. did the crime. You call it criminals. Yeah, then they were. They were all it. cahoots.
0: They were all. They were partners in crime. Right. He was just the leader. They
1: knew what was what. They knew what was. What. They agreed.
0: I I do think uh, they <laughs> Yeah, I do think what he did was criminal. I don't know if it deserves the harsh punishment, Um, especially now in light of what you're talking about and like his career is possibly, like, done. Oh, it's done. His career done. Because I think people, I think that's the, he's already lost a lot. So, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think this is going way too far. I think this is just taking this shit way too fucking Mm -hmm. far. Like, if you really trying to throw this man in prison for this, you're Mm wowing. Like, you're wowing. Um, and now I'm going to have to say you only doing this shit because he black and he gay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Which was the whole point of what he did, right? The whole yeah. point of, of it why he was did. that he was just like, this is how you get treated when you're black and you well, gay. Well, I mean, some people say too, and like, there were other... You know, <laughs> well,
0: some people were saying too, there were other reasons why he did this. He had other motivations to so they get... He was
1: saying to, to, to uh, elevate his career, which to me, I don't, like, understand. I don't understand how getting black and gay bash would elevate your career. Yes, I, it pushes you into the limelight. That's what that I was thinking. But how does that make a producer come to you and be like, well, I had a script and I was originally going to cast Michael B. Jordan, but you know what? In light of what happened to you, Jesse, we're going to give you the role. Like, that, I, like, I that's think that's how that works.
0: I, I don't know how. Maybe it was just <laughs> more publicity. I didn't understand it. But, uh, you know, it, it's...
1: He could have leaked some new photos if he really... You already had, had new like,
0: photos leaked.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I guess that didn't work. So he was like, "Next level, playing people, planting people <laughs> into motion." Like, that not nothing funny about what's happening. It really pisses me off, and I'm just like, I we I could go on about this all day, but this is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. They better not send that man to prison for this. They better fucking not.
0: Yeah, you've given me something to think about, girl.
1: Ugh, I'm so annoyed. All
0: what nice. a what a what a a pun- nope. what is it puni, P- puni ultimate what is the episode what is the thing before the last the climax all the, all the for the for the you last. need to
1: be knowing these things if you gonna be bringing them up
0: well i was hoping you would know them anyways mm, good luck with that it's a anyway it, it what an interesting <laughs> before last episode mm-hmm. yes
1: was it it was <laughs> so if you liked it you enjoyed it subscribe yes coming to an end in the series but um there's so many episodes of black Hipster you can listen to so um they won't just be coming into your uh whatever wherever you listen to your podcast (laughs) but you can listen back but um yeah subscribe um rate us top stars you can also send us an email we will continue to read our Black Hipster email, um, even beyond the end of the podcast, exactly. but we're at blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can also follow us on Instagram. Instagram. I will not continue to read any DMs past that, but <laughs> we haven't really been anybody sliding in, it, so it's all good. But we're <laughs> at blackhipsterpodcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can follow me at the Evans.
0: You can follow me at Standrick Wiggins. And that is it. Yes. Yes. All righty, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Till next week. Yes.
1: (laughs) Is that like like, weird pause? Yes. Okay, (laughs) bye.
0: Bye.